My unhallowed hand shall not disturb it, or the country's done for. You will therefore per- you will therefore permit. Oh my God! You will therefore permit me to repeat emphatically that Marley was as dead as a doornail. You may talk vaguely about driving a coach and six up a good old flight of stairs, or through a bad young act of parliament. But I mean to say you might have got a hearse up that staircase and taken it broadwise with the splinter bar towards the wall and the door towards the balustrades and done it easy. There was plenty of width for that and room to spare, which is perhaps the reason why Scrooge thought he saw a locomotive hearse going on before him in the gloom. Half a dozen gas lamps out of the street wouldn't have lighted the entry too well. I'm going to do this whole paragraph over again because I am not happy with the way any of it went. And stamping their feet upon the pavement stones to warn them, To warm them. Let's try that. Oh, good God. Come on. But I have made the trial in homage to Christmas, and I'll keep my Christmas humor to the last. So, a Merry Christmas, Uncle. So, a Merry Christmas, Uncle. I don't even know why I bothered. I'm I'm just going to read over that. I'm just going to put the thing in there. I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Why was he rejoiced beyond all bounds to see them? Why did his cold eye glisten and his heart leap up as they went past? Why was he filled with gladness when he heard them give each other Merry Christmas as they parted at crossroads and byways for their several homes? What was Merry Christmas to Scrooge? Out upon Merry Christmas. What good had it ever done to him? The school. I read that completely wrong. Now that I know how that paragraph ends, I should try that again. Here he produced a decanter of curiously white... Here he produced a decanter of curiously, oh my God, curiously light wine. Holy crap. All right. Here he produced a decanter of curiously light wine. I'm not sure I approve of a schoolmaster giving wine to children. That seems a little sketchy. A positive light appeared to issue from Fezziwig's... This is such weird language. A positive light appeared to issue from Fezziwig's calves. They shone in every part of the dance like moons. I am sorry for him. I couldn't be angry with him if I tried. Who suffers by his ill will? Mel, mel, mel. Couldn't have said it better myself. Good job. Ladies and gentlemen, the creepiest line in the entire book, and possibly the creepiest thing Charles Dickens has ever written. In short, I should have liked, I do confess, to have had the lightest license of a child and yet to have been man enough to know its value. (laughs) Oh my God, Dickens, you are such a perv. Boy, I wish I could get away with touching women, but get away with it because I was a kid. Boy, I really wish I could grope that woman, but with the innocence of a child, except knowing what I'm actually doing. God, Dickens, you're such a... Okay. And winking from their shelves in wanton slyness at the girls as they went by and glanced demurely at the hung-up mistletoe. There were pears and apples clustered high in blooming pyramids. There were bunches of grapes made in the shopkeeper's benevolence to dangle from conspicuous hooks. Oh, my God! Charles Dickens! We get it! We got it, buddy! We understand what the scene is. Can we move on, please? God, this chapter is 8,000 words. It's like a 45-minute record that I don't want to do. Ugh! And you're just talking about fucking onions. There were pears and apples clustered high in blooming pyramids. 
There were bunches, I swear to God, if there's not like a mist and then giant frog ghosts that come out to ravage the town because of something that happened a thousand years ago, I'm going to be angry. Appeared to know that there was something going on, and to a fish, went gasping round and round their little world in a slow and passionless excitement. Nobody cares, Charles Dickens! Might have been their own worn outside for general inspection and for Christmas daws to peck at if they chose. Oh my god, Charles Dickens! And their good humor was restored directly. For, they said, it was a shame to quarrel upon Christmas Day. And so it was. God love it, so it was. <sighs> that was 988 words. That was 988 words of pointless description. Thank you, Charles Dickens. You're the best. Here's Mother, Martha. Here's Martha, Mother. At last, the plump sister falling into his... At last, the plump sister falling in... <sighs> so close to the end! Why, what was the matter with him? I thought he'd never die. It's not a pirate. No, it could be. Arr, when did he die? <laughs> Hang on, we need a clean take of that. That's very important. When did he die? All right, perfect. You're on a pirate ship now. This is, this is a normal and sensible Dickensian novel. Great. And then, Peter will be keeping company with someone and setting up for them. Hmm? Mm-mm. Tea. No way. Okay. Men's courses will foreshadow certain ends to which, if preserved in, they must lead, said Scrooge. But if the courses be defart... But... <laughs> defarted. Uh. Lord, bless me! My dear Mr. Scrooge, are you serious? Hang on, where, where did I go there? Many are poor and destitute, Mr. Scrooge. There it is. Oh, bless me. My dear Mr. Scrooge, are you serious? I will. I will. I will. I will. I will. Oh, I will. I will. We're peeking the hell out of this mic. Da-da-da-da-da-done. A very cri- Ugh. Oh no, what happened there? <laughs> that, that, that can't be good. The only time I know of in the long calendar of the year when men and women seem by one consent to open up their sh- Oh, that's not quite the line though. Ugh. But I am sure I have always thought of Christmas time when it has come around, apart from the veneration due to its- I don't like this take. This is a bad take. We'll do a different one. Your own feeling tells you that this is- Mmm, that's a mouthful. Your own feeling tells you that you were not what you are. In a changed nature, in an altered spirit, in another atmosphere of life. That when my phone dies while I'm trying to read the lines, I'm just going to continue. Um, even though I don't have them memorized, and I'm hoping this will be a funny blooper for you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm just going to pause and uh, work some stuff out. But if you were free today, tomorrow, yesterday, can I even believe? Oh my god. Sorry, I'm so sorry. My upstairs neighbors are a little ridiculous. It, it does not matter the time of day. Um. <laughs> and I release you with a full heart for the love of him you once were. You may... Oh, hold on, we gotta stomp around for 
whatever reason. And you will dismiss the recollection of it, gladly, as an unprofitable dream, from which it happened well that you awoke. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, there are lots of dogs barking around here. And, sir, there are lots of cars, too. Do, do such cars even exist in this era? <laughs> of course they don't. What am I talking about? He's in the dining room, sir, along with his mistress. I'll show you upstairs if you... <laughs> it's a good thing that's going to be rewritten over because it's not his mistress. Fred doesn't have a mistress. At least I don't think Fred has a mistress. It's never mentioned in the text. I'll let Thomas decide if Fred has a mistress or not. 